You guys, it's no secret I've been on a journey over this past year really focused on the energetics of my business. And I couldn't think of a better expert than fellow mastermind member, Erin Nicole Porter, to come in and really speak to you guys around the power and impact of truly understanding how the energetics of our mindset is impacting the energetics of our business. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and turn over a new chapter in really digging deep and understanding where you can evolve even more as a business owner to really tap into your energetics so that you can perform at an even higher state, but also relate to and connect to your ideal audience and team in a more effective way through diving into some of these key concepts. I hope you guys enjoy it. Need some effective tactical advice that actually helps you get results and makes a real difference in your life and business? You've come to the right place. If you're finding yourself here today, it means you're getting ready to gain serious traction in your business, rapidly multiply your income and impact, and you're ready to make it happen while living all out. Guys, I'm Melissa Hanal, your trustworthy corporate dropout turned six-figure business burnout turned happy and healthy CEO of a multi-million dollar online business. And you're listening to the Burnout to All Out podcast. On this show, we're serving up innovative growth strategies, simple implementation methods to put them into practice, and action-stimulating inspiration tailored specifically for the modern entrepreneur. Let's dive in. All right, guys, we are live with Erin Nicole Porter. I'm so excited to have you here today at the Burnout to All Out podcast, Erin. Yay, I'm so excited to be here and be back hanging out together. I know, right? You've just become like, I don't know, a sister from another mother. Um, I've really enjoyed our, our journey together this year. Erin, before we get started, we're streaming live right now. For those of you who've just popped in, let me give you a little bit of a background on Erin. And why you need to be listening in for this next uh, 45 minutes about the energetics of business. But let me just give you guys the formal introduction. Um, Erin Nicole is an energetics business coach, master practitioner and trainer of NLP and hypnosis, a breathwork facilitator, somatic experiencing practitioner and training, adult attachment repair model therapist and host of the Energetics Business Podcast. Okay, that's a mouthful. And you guys might be wondering, wow, that's a lot. We're going to actually unpack why all of this is so important and why I have Aaron on a business podcast talking about these things. In a couple of minutes, we're actually going to go through her journey as an entrepreneur and her own burnout as a very successful entrepreneur and how tapping into these modalities made her healthier and more successful. And now teaching others her ways. So she enjoys coaching women and her board certified coaching certification, which I am truly interested in trying to still make it work in my calendar. The quantum ripple effect, how to heal internally so their businesses can thrive and align business strategy and the energetics of business. She's also the author of Burnout to Breakthrough and Breakthrough Oracle Deck. So there's just so many parallels to your passion and what you speak to. And I'm so excited for how informative this interview is going to be. 
And you've got a lot of incredible credentials, and we'll probably talk a little bit about some of the stuff that you've gone through to get to where you are today. But let's just get back to the beginning, Erin. Before you had tapped into energetics and the backstory to being the successful entrepreneur that you you were on a pedestal from the outside, you know, being seen as as wildly successful, take us back to before the version of Erin Nicole Porter today. Mm-hmm. Great question. Well, one, I'm excited to be here. And, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about those moments. And for me, when I think about some of those burnout moments, it's like I've had so many different burnout moments in my life. Mm-hmm. I'd say the biggest one that was a wake up call for me to really focus on more of like the inner work and the energetics is I was just going strategy after strategy, income level after income level. And I'm like, okay, it's just, it's got to be the next thing that I need. It's got to be this answer. And I would do it and I would kind of force myself through it. And then I'd kind of, you know, there would be results, but there wasn't something that was fulfilling inside of me. I just kind of kept like, yay, more things, but still avoid. Okay. These things didn't fill the void. Like what's actually happening here? And so it was like, I kept searching for something to be the thing that was going to change everything. And what I realized after not feeling, you know, I felt fulfilled to a point, but something inside of me was kind of still stirring that I needed to work on the inner work. So that's kind of what led me here. Yes. Okay. So tell us a little bit about your previous business. I always feel like a lot of entrepreneurs anyway, not all, but a lot of us end up with an offering, with a product or service, because it was a solution we ended up creating ourselves Mm -hmm. because of a struggle or a journey, you know, that we went through ourselves. So, I mean, you've had many iterations of entrepreneurship and in your previous life, you scaled a business where you were wildly successful. What was the pivotal moment or the critical moment when you looked around and you were like, okay, how and why and what can I do differently to be more fulfilled? Like, how did you get started on that journey? Yeah. So, you know, my journey started in health and wellness. I did network marketing and then I also started having health coaching, fitness coaching, all of that. And after that transition, then I moved more into like business strategy and then it was mindset and then it's been energetic. So as you said, there's been many iterations of Erin Nicole coaching since 2012 to now in that path. But, you know, I think for me, I'd say the biggest transition was from health and wellness into business and the inner work. What I realized was for me personally, I had an eating disorder in the past. I had done fitness competitions. I had done all of those things. And I almost felt so much internal pressure that my body had to be a certain way on top of like all this like unhealed body trauma that was also popping up too, where it was like I was in this pressure cooker of growing my business, but I was also in this pressure cooker with my body. And it was like burnout was just hitting me in every different place. This was years ago before I feel like there's more open talks about body and all of that kind of stuff. But I didn't, I was like, I can't keep doing this pressure to myself of my internal body and then my external business kind of relying on my internal body, if that makes sense. So that was that moment. And, you know, for me, I like stability. I like to know that things are are happening within my business. And so I kind of titrated where, you know, I slowly started moving out of that business and was kind of doing more behind the scenes stuff while growing up the other business. So it literally just for me, I'm like, I, I could not keep operating in that way. Same thing when I left my full-time job. It was like, I can't keep doing this where I'm going 
you know, all out all the time, 110%. Adrenals are tapped and zapped. <laughs> you know, it's just like it, it wasn't going to be sustainable for me. So I'm like, okay, I have to. And even in the different iterations of aeronautical coaching that it is now, I've let go of different, you know, things or different streams of income to find more sustainability and scalability in my business too. Mm, so good. So good. So what led you down into the rabbit hole of this energetic space? What really opened your, was there a moment? Was there, when did you realize that this was the avenue that you needed to go down to start building your tools, to put in your toolkit, to make you a more, you know, grounded and successful entrepreneur that you are today? Like what took you down into that rabbit hole? Yeah. So I was doing actually a kind of like a trade with a friend back in, I think, 2017. I was doing wellness coaching for her. She was doing relationship coaching for me. And I remember she asked me the question, how did you earn love as a child? And I was like, why is she asking me this question? Like, we're working on my relationship. She also said other stuff like, you might not come along with you on the journey. And I'm like, I'm here to help you. Like, you're here to fix me. Why are you asking me all these questions? And then when I answered that question, I realized like I felt, you know, success. I felt worthiness. I felt love. I got attention the more that I achieved. And so I realized in my relationships, in my business, I had that like, oh, if I can just achieve, if I can just get to the next status, if I can get to the next level, then I'll receive the love. I'll receive the, I'll feel worthy. I'll feel enough. And I was like, why I'm doing that. I'm getting to these different places, but I'm not getting that void met because it was, it was an internal void that needed to be met. Not something that some external thing was going to fulfill inside of me. Mm, so good. So it was a swap with a, a fellow friend, right? <laughs> to really like open your eyes. Isn't that interesting? I mean, I had a very similar experience in the sense that I hired a business coach and thought she was just going to teach me strategy. And after she had me read the 21 days to heal like the mirror work book and, you know, got me into my inner child and I was like crying like a baby at first. I'm like, why are we doing this? This is not what I hired you for, right? <laughs> this is not what I hired you for. You're supposed to tell me how to grow my business. I didn't, I didn't realize we we're going to do all this inner work. But I love this conversation and this is where we're going to go, right? Is this inner work. So you now have built this incredible foundation. You've got this program called QRE. It's the quantum ripple effect. I love it because there's so many components to it that I think a lot of business owners need to learn more about. And I thought what we could do is kind of walk through like, oh, let's talk about the birth of the quantum ripple effect, first of all. Like, where did that come from? Yeah. So I was sitting in my master practitioner training and I had a couple of people had asked me, you know, before, like, where'd you get certified through? Are you going to ever have, you know, a certification? And so I had, I'm a projector in human design. So the little invitations were starting to make their way in, but I was sitting in my master practitioner training and I was thinking about the ripple effect that these modalities and techniques have had on my life at that point 
and also my client's life and their relationships and their clients and their friendships. And it just felt so deep the way that this work impacts people. And I had that moment sitting in there. So there's three levels of training. There's prac, master prac, and trainer's training. And I was sitting there in master prac. I'm like, okay, I think I want to create a certification, but I want to bring more of that bottom up approach with it. I want to also bring in more of that feminine lens and the energetics and doing all of that. So that was kind of where it was born uh, a little over three years ago now. So cool. How many classes or cohorts have you trained and certified at this point? Oh, goodness. Probably around 10 of our PROC level, five of our master PROC level, and three of our trainers levels. So a lot of hours. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. So good. So can you walk us through some of the different categories in QRE? So like NLP, can you talk to us? Because I looked, it's like NLP, hypnosis, time techniques, EFT, Reiki, success and life coaching, right? So can you, we just take a minute to unpack each of these and you know how practically they can impact a business owner, a business coach, and help them be more tapped in energetically and, and ultimately happier and healthier and more successful in business. So let's start with NLP. What is yeah. NLP? Yeah. So how NLP is described is like a lost user's manual for the mind. It's like we don't learn how, like why we think the way that we do or why our certain patterns or programming is running out. So really, you know, we can use NLP to create the life that we want by looking and seeing like what's running unconsciously. So NLP uses the conscious mind and the unconscious mind. And if you think about kind of the difference between your conscious mind, that's like what we're consciously aware of. And that's about 1% or so kind of given on who who you talk to. And then your unconscious mind is 99%. Mm. So if you think about the difference in that, if you're only working with somebody based on what they're consciously saying, you're missing out on so much. You're missing out on, you know, the, the memories, their body, their tonality, on that topic, I'm just going to kind of throw out stats here too, but words are only 7% of our communication. Physiology and tonality make up 93%. So it's like, you could be telling me, and like, I was great at doing this too. I'm like, yeah, everything's great. Everything's amazing. But like my body would like, you know, kind of cringe slowly as I'm saying that. And it's like to an untrained eye, you might miss out on some of those things. So it's like, if we know how to work with the unconscious using NLP or using like hypnotherapy works directly with the unconscious, not the unconscious and the conscious. It's like we can create the results that we want in life with more ease versus trying to effortly make that change in our life. So good. Yes. Okay. So let's go to hypnosis. So talk to us a little bit about hypnosis. Yeah. So um, hypnosis is speaking directly to the unconscious mind. So think of it like a deep meditation. I know a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't know about hypnosis. It seems a little woo and out there. It's actually really rooted in a lot of science. All of these modalities are science and psychology. But when we're speaking to hypnosis, we're speaking on you know what that person is wanting. So based on an intake process, I can ask you about what it is that you're wanting in your life. What are you going to see, hear, and feel on when you have that desired outcome? outcome and then kind of customizing that experience to you. And the reason, again, why that's working is it's speaking directly to that 99%. So I could tell you that consciously, but it might kind of bounce off because your conscious mind be like, "Eh, I don't know about that. But when we speak directly to the unconscious, it can soak that in and it can go, oh, okay, now I know where I'm going. Now I know what I want to go after and changing what's happening internally to move towards that. 
Yes. So good. And I know you and I were just talking. We did our first hypno breath work session last night. So I'm definitely like new at the study, but fascinated at how these hypnotic suggestions can really help you tap in and get past the analytical brain and really into the subconscious. Okay. So time techniques. What is time techniques? Yeah. So time techniques is basically timeline therapy, very similar. So you're going up above, you know, certain experiences in life, whether remember consciously or unconsciously, and you're getting learning. So then you can move forward. So it's not about reliving any sort of events. You don't have to consciously remember. Again, our body stores it, but it's getting kind of like a, a reframe on what happened and then being able to move forward from that. And we incorporate a lot of the somatic healing in QRE as well, where we're really understanding, okay, well, what's happening in the body and blending that in there too. So it's kind of a mix of how what it normally is taught as and then how we kind of blend in the body-based piece too. Mm-hmm. Can you give me an example of a timing technique? Yeah. So an example, I mean, it's like kind of like a whole hypnotic script that we're going through. Like you're going up above, let's say you wanted to remember a time in your life where you had a lot of success or a lot of celebration and you feel like you're a little bit disconnected from celebration right now in your life. And you remember a time where you're like, it was so easy for me to celebrate. Like I wasn't up in my head and whether consciously or unconsciously, we can take you back up above that memory and apply the learnings. So a learning that might come through is that you just trusted yourself or that you released the pressure of what it had to look like or what it meant to other people. And now it's like you have that new learning to take with you. Same thing if you think about, you know, maybe a time that you felt a little bit anxious, maybe before launching a course, we can float back over your timeline and look kind of in a perceptual position and look down on the event and kind of gift yourself almost like this learning. Because if you had that learning that you have now, back then, the entire timeline can change because it's a whole different experience. We kind of gift that past version of you, that information, and then watch it change on the timeline. So cool. Yes. Yes. Okay. Very fascinating. Okay. EFT. Like what is EFT? Yeah. So a lot of people are pretty familiar with EFT. It's known as emotional freedom techniques. Uh, It actually roots back all the way to Chinese medicine. So in Chinese medicine, there's different acupuncture, acupressure points. Same thing if you've ever been to an acupuncturist, like they're working with the energy meridians and with tapping, you're tapping on those certain points. Like there's all these different ones here. If you're listening to this on something where you can see me and they're connected to different energy centers and emotions in your body. I love it because it's one of those easy ways, no matter what you're going through, you know, you can tap, you can tap when you're on the airplane traveling somewhere, you can tap before you go into a presentation. It's a great self-healing modality. That's good for moving energy. Mm, Yes, yes, yes. And I've definitely used tapping before. Okay. What about Reiki? Yeah. So Reiki is where we're basically bringing in like universal energy. I think of it like an energetic massage. It's meant for relaxation, stress relief, or whatever the intention is. So this is kind of more of the spiritual side of QRE where we're connecting into, you know, the Reiki lineage and the Anu people of Japan bringing that through. And then you're sending energy, you know, through whether in person, hands on or virtually through, through Zoom. So it's a really just like relaxing um, way to support somebody. That's why I always say it's like an energetic massage. Mm. Oh, I love that. I've never heard it termed that way before, energetic massage. 
Okay. And then to tie a bow in all of this, it's the success and life coaching. So talk to me a little bit about how maybe your success and life coaching is different. Yeah. Yeah. So for us, we really take a like somatic based approach, a trauma informed approach and an inclusive approach to life and success coaching. So a lot of the times, you know, I might just be, you know, in a basic life and success coaching. If you're working with somebody, they're just going to ask you questions about what is it that you want? How do you want to get there? And it can be very much to the, to the conscious mind. So if you're looking at things through a trauma-informed lens, it's looking at people have different traumas in life that impacts their lived experience now. Same thing if you're thinking about inclusive-based coaching, people have different lived experiences that impact the way that they show up in life now. So those are kind of the two lenses in which we look at everything. And then in terms of you know somatically coaching, it's helping people get into the body and notice the body sensations because that's where we store a lot of our our past memories and experiences. And if we don't include the body, like we're missing out again on that 99%. So we kind of move everything together to make sure that it's a very supportive container for the client and that it's incorporating like all their lived experiences and what's happening inside of here too. Mm, So cool. That is so that, and I think that's where your coaching around success and life coaching is different than a lot of life coaches or success coaches. And I know from my own personal experience and my own journey, you know, in the last two years, just learning everything that we have stuffed down into our, our, our nervous systems, that the work that you do, the people that you're training and the literally the ripple effect you guys are making out there is incredible for kind of the wave of the future, right? I mean, I call it kind of the modern entrepreneur, the modern business owner that's in tune and aware of that this storehouse, our bodies have to be taken care of in order to take care of the world, right? So good. So where do you feel, given your experience, and I know you and I are in the same mastermind together, we you know rub elbows with a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners. In your experience, Where do you feel that the majority of entrepreneurs are missing the mark when it comes to the energetics of business? Where do you think there's a gap that there could be some some pretty big changes that could make some big impact on a lot of entrepreneurs? I love this question. Honestly, I think a lot of entrepreneurs are trying to make changes in their life based on like their habits or their behaviors or the thoughts that they're thinking. And it's kind of like, I don't know if I want to dip my toes into some of like the deeper work that like lives in the body. So what you were just sharing earlier, I liked how you said that storehouse, our body actually has something that's called implicit memory, where we're storing all of those emotions and experiences in here, in our body, in our system. And if you don't work with it or process through it, it usually reenacts in life. And when we see it reenact in life or specifically in business, maybe we're seeing it constantly pop up in a launch where we're feeling some disappointment or we're noticing it in you know codependency within our team or whatever it might be. You can't just try to logically think your way out of that. It might work for a while, but it's like it will come like this kind of, maybe sounds a little bit harsh, but it's like it will come back out at some point if you're not working what's actually happening in here. So I think if people can actually get into their bodies and work what's living in here, we'll see more sustainability, we'll see less burnout, we'll see less like 
chasing the carrot of the next thing. And I feel like all of our nervous systems will be way more regulated. And then when that happens, it's like, there's more peace, there's more flow, there's more ease, and there's less of this constant like pressure and anxiety that people are constantly feeling in life. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I hope everybody's listening to that. (laughs) What does it mean to be, I love this term that you use, trauma-informed decisions. I think that there's a lot of education that needs to continue to happen around this, especially when it comes to your marketing and your sales. Mm -hmm. And I don't think a lot of folks in my community anyway are really aware of this term. Can we unpack that a little bit? I think there's a lot of value that folks can, can gather from this. Yeah. So I think a lot of times when people hear trauma informed, they're like, oh, but I'm not a therapist. Like I don't, you know, I don't work with trauma and being trauma informed is different than being trauma trained and working with people that have trauma, trauma informed and how it would look in a sales experience is that you're aware that again, everybody has a different lived experience than you. And they might have different things that are going to pop up and needs that they might have along the way. So I'm going to use sales as an example here, because this is a great way to kind of look at it that's pertainable to everybody listening. So, I mean, how many people here, and you can say I if you're watching this live or let us know, because there's probably been everybody, myself included, where we're taught to do a lot of things in sales that are kind of weird, overcome objections, get people to pay you on the call. Like, you know, there's all of these different scripts and things, and some of them are supportive. And then some of them have kind of this like tipping point where it's like, it's a gray area and things kind of get a little weird. So what a trauma-informed approach to sales is, is going, okay, you know what? We're talking about the financial commitment. And let's say that if someone was going to invest in your $10,000 program, it's going to put them into extreme fight or flight. You're making them like make the decision on the call. You're telling them they don't need to talk to their partner about something. You're just trying to close them right there, whatever the case may be. Like There's a lot of pressure and a lot of like trauma response that's probably going to come up in the person. Now, doesn't mean that you can't continue a conversation if someone's like, oh, I don't know. It's like, okay, well, what, what's coming up for you? How can I support you in this decision? What's alive for you? I always like to ask the question, you know, is it something where you're going to have to activate some resources or is it going to be a financial detriment to you? Because it's like, we don't ever want to put people in a situation where they can't pay their bills, they can't pay their rent, you know, it, it's messing with something in their life. Like, that's not a good fit. And so being trauma-informed in terms of selling is one, having ethical marketing, making sure that you're not just you know there to create FOMO that doesn't actually exist. I mean, there's a whole list of different things that I could go on, but also just like having a human conversation and removing like this graspiness of, I need to get this sale. And remember that there's a human who has had, who knows what type of money trauma or experiences growing up. And you have like a nuanced eye to have an open conversation about about what support might be needed. And then one other layer that I like to add to that too is, and this is going to depend upon where you're at in business and what access to resources that you have and all of that, but creating like a social, a socially economic business as well, which means that you might have different things like pay what you can or scholarships for people that have different access to resources in some of your containers. So maybe you can't do that with your one-to-one coaching, but your $2,000 academy, you're able to offer that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we offer in QRE community-based pricing. So it's basically like sliding scale. They fill out a form and based on their live experience, it populates them into a different category. And then there's payment options on there. So again, it's more of a conversation. It's more of what are you saying in your marketing that's either, you know, maybe ethical or maybe kind of sleazy. We've all seen it. And if you're hearing a lot of this and you're like, oh, I might be doing that or oh, I might be doing that, take it slowly in your approach of like what you're changing and shifting. Because sometimes people listen to this and they're like, they kind of go into their own mode of like, oh, I need to fix everything. I need to like redo all of it. It's like, take a pause, take a beat. This isn't here to like say that you're doing something wrong. It's just like, oh, okay, now I have a new awareness. I'm going to start looking at how I present something on a sales page, or I'm going to shift this conversation that I'm having in my sales calls or whatever it might be. So good. Yeah. And it makes me think, you know, with our academy, we do scholarships uh, with each launch. But one of the things, and I don't know if this helps listeners, and I don't know if you do this, but one of the things we've done with each launch, there's always like two or three attendees who just show up every day. They do all of their homework. They are like, like just team burnout to all out. They, but they just have, they don't have two pennies to put together for the program, which is why they're there for every second of the free training that we have. And we actually seek out people like that who are interested in a work trade. So we'll actually bring them into our community, you know, a $4,000 program with a trade for their hours of actually being a part of our team and like supporting the community. And that's worked really, really well for us, for anybody who's listening, you know, and needs any creative ideas on how to bring people in, but, you know, make it a symbiotic relationship, right? That everybody wins. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, so good. Okay, so we talked about trauma-informed business, the energetics of business. We really kind of talked about the energetics of business a little bit. We've talked a lot about it, really, but what about internal healing? So, like, we all have inner work to do, and it's ever-ending, right? It never stops. So I'm curious on your kind of final remarks on this is where if somebody's totally new to inner work, but recognizes, okay, there's probably inner work that I need to do to move forward. Any advice on where people can get started, a kind of an entryway or gateway into this inner work space for internal healing? Yeah. You know, I I really think self-awareness is like the first step to everything. It's just bringing awareness to your unconscious patterns. So Carl Jung will say like, make the unconscious conscious. And so it's like, okay, if you're noticing something that's um, a kind of a continued theme in your life, I look at it a lot with people within money. And maybe if you look at money, if you're a business owner, or you look at your relationships or the people that you attract into your life, whatever that might be, look at something that's maybe like looping and kind of playing on repeat. I could think of moments where I went from burnout, you know, breakdown to breakthrough. And I, what I realized for myself is I had this kind of like almost like this unconscious way of like, it felt so rewarding for me to kind of come out and say that I did it and I achieved it and I over, overcame it, that I kept recreating that pattern over and over and over in life because I liked kind of this like rescuing, digging myself out of holes and coming back out on top. I wouldn't recommend doing that, but like notice where you have patterns that are playing on repeat and just start bringing a gentle awareness to them. You don't have to try to be like, oh my gosh, I got to fix this. I got to, you know, solve everything today. But from a compassionate and a gentle lens, just notice like, oh, okay, this is coming up for me. 
Another simple thing that you can do is start checking in with your inner child every day. Set a minute aside where you just connect into a picture of that past version of you and ask, you know, whoever that is, what is it that you're needing today? How can I support you? Another easy thing that you can start with is don't just notice the thoughts that you have around something. Notice what your body is doing. Maybe when you're having a difficult conversation or when you're getting ready to launch or something in your business, when you look at your money, for example, like what's the story that your body's telling? Do you tense up when it's time to look at your PL? Do you want to avoid it like the plague? Like these are things where you're like, oh, wow, I can just start noticing what's alive in my system. And then you can start to do deeper work around a lot of those things. Yes, yes, absolutely. So many interesting topics that we've covered here. I want to jump into what you're reading right now. But before we do that, any like just final remarks for my community around just the global holistic approach to really the energetics of business, like any any final remarks on that? Yeah, you know, I was actually saying this with a client yesterday. It's like, I think that we need to put as much reward and recognition on the internal success that we have as business owners that we do as the external successes. I think that as an industry as well, like, you know, it's always like, yay, income months and all these things, which are great. Like we all love making money. No one's going to be like, no, no, you know, I don't want to do that. But also it's like, what would happen if we actually looked at all of those internal things, a more regulated nervous system, you know, less pressure. I mean, I know you've went through huge transformations within this too. It's like, and more time with your family, like what if we, you know, looked at that, all the internal transformation, just as we did the external transformation. So I would love to see just more of that in everybody's life. And even as an industry, having more of those conversations too. Totally. And I believe that if you go back to the basics of the internal work, you end up not banging your head against the wall to get to the next level anymore. It comes with ease. It comes with flow because you started with the internal work. I wish it didn't take me 43 years to, almost 43 years to figure that out. (laughs) But that's why we're here, right? Yep. Yep. (laughs) So good. Okay, so Erin, you always have really good books. I actually have a couple of them down here. I've got the uh, Five Personality, something or others. I've got a couple of great books. Yeah. Tell us a couple of books. Tell us your top five books. Okay. So number one, five personality patterns. It was recommended to me by my mentor years ago. And a lot of my work is uh, based on that. It's how your body operates when you're in overwhelm. And it kind of breaks down from like zero to seven, what might've happened in life that's kind of running these unconscious patterns. Everybody needs to get that book. Second book, also recommended by a mentor of mine, is the book Attached. And I love using attachment theory to work with people as well. And even if you are maybe not wanting to look at it in terms of your relationships, that's normally where it's looked at. You can also look at attached in forms of like money or your business relationships in that way and kind of what comes up for you. I love the book Existential Kink. It's a great read and it talks about kind of the unconscious patterns. It's kind of based on like secondary gain. So what's the greater emotional benefit to keeping the thing that you're doing, even if it's kind of like a negative pleasure loop that will keep you stuck in in doing that. It's like we get some sort of benefit by not making change. So it's a great book that goes down that rabbit hole. I also really love the book Awakening the Heart. It's a somatic training in Bodhicitta, and it talks a lot about like opening up the heart, getting into the body. There's some great meditations with that. 
And I mean, I got to recommend my own book too, A Burnout to Breakthrough. So I'm going to put that as my as my number five. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love it. So good. Okay. So Erin, how can people find you if they're fascinated and want to work directly with you or go through certification? How do people connect with you? Yeah. So I'm pretty much Erin Nicole Coaching everywhere you go or quantumrippleeffect.com. I'll also share here with Melissa as well that she can share with all of you. I have a free healing your attachment style with money that kind of breaks down some of the things that we were talking about. So I'll send that over. It's free. You can check that out if that feels good for you. And yeah, that's pretty much everywhere that I hang. Awesome. I'm so glad that you could make this session today. And I don't know how we've gone this far without me having you on my podcast. I'm so, and like, given the name of your book and everything that you do. So I'm so glad. Yeah. So thank you for showing up. I really appreciate it. So you guys go check her out and we'll make sure in the show notes, we get the information for the freebie. And I just so appreciate you and I'll see you in February. We'll see you soon. Awesome. Thanks guys so much for listening in on today's podcast episode. I can't wait for you to see my upcoming guest in the next episode. You are going to love this keynote speaker. Hey, here's the deal. If you liked this, please subscribe and leave a review. And you want the latest online business growth strategies and exclusive LinkedIn pro tips sent straight to your phone? Text the word UPDATES to one 310 7171. Again, text the word updates to 1833-310-7171. Can't wait to see you guys. Come find me over on Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, wherever you like to hang. I uh, cannot wait to hear how you are enjoying and applying what you're learning. You guys reach out to me over on social because I love hearing what's resonating with you. When you reach out to me and you send me those personal DMs, they really do impact the content I continue to bring forward to you. So again, come find me, Melissa underscore Hinault over on Instagram, Melissa Hinault over on LinkedIn and Facebook. Can't wait to see you guys over there.